0: welcome in ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the go 24 7 podcast if you're listening to this you're probably celebrating have a drink in your hand maybe because lsu landed louisiana's number one prospect and that's top 50 overall prospect and four-star defensive tackle Jaquelyn roy out of baton rouge u high I'm Billy Embody.
1: With me is Shay Dixon. Shay, uh, what's the party like uh, around
0: Louisiana? You think right
1: now? Oh my goodness! Roy had his uh, announcement. Uh, did it around family, friends, um, teammates, media. Uh, this was a celebration, and I can tell you this as well: uh, the dead period ends immediately after uh, Roy's decision was made. Really, within 24 hours. So uh, LSU will be celebrating. They'll certainly have. Uh, him over to campus, but uh, let's not sell this moment short, Billy, and I said it on uh, right after Cole Taylor committed uh, just a week ago. Um, If they were able to pull this off and land Roy, which they did, uh, this would be, in my opinion, the biggest impact moment day uh, in the recruiting cycle for LSU in the 2020 class, and I mean that for a number of reasons from how good Jaqueline is, how good he's become and, and is trending to be. Um, You know, borderline five-star prospect, uh, and he certainly can work his way towards that with a a big senior year. Uh, They were going up against Alabama. He plays on the defensive line. He's from Baton Rouge. He had been committed previously. He's buddies with a lot of the kids who are already committed, guys on the team, um, targets they're still after. Uh, So for so many different reasons, and, and as I said, in my opinion, more so than anybody else could lay claim to, uh, this was LSU's most important recruit this cycle. That's just my opinion, but uh, there is a reason for LSU fans to be excited today. They've been wanting Billy. How long have we been on the board? They've been saying, "When is LSU going to go back to landing uh, consistently defensive linemen who can be that first, second, third round picks?" Uh, and I think this class, they're doing exactly that. Yeah, and and like you said, don't sell this short, and we can't possibly do
0: that because this is. So huge for them to land Roy over Alabama. I mean, forget Texas A&M. They, you feel like those they were always running third. This was an LSU Alabama battle. Bama hosted them in June, and and everyone of course gets their guard up and says, okay, he's made that first visit to Tuscaloosa. When is no no pun intended pun or pun intended? When is the tide going to turn and LSU is going to lose another high profile kid out of Louisiana and especially on the D line? Well, LSU Ed Ogeron. Dennis Johnson, uh, everyone on that staff that that worked so hard to get Jauan Roy on board, they they should be partying this weekend because this is this is a mega commitment and in an area of such need for them uh, and a, a true difference maker from day one
1: with so much uh, attrition on the defensive line. Yeah, absolutely. I do think he's going to be playing early, um, and I do think a number of kids in this class have that opportunity. Uh, combined with their talent and with the reality that LSU is going to be losing a lot of guys on the D line, but um, let me say this: and, and we we talk and debate on the board all the time with folks um, and kind of share our opinions on on everything that involves LSU recruiting and in a in, in a rightfully so way, Dennis Johnson caught some slack last cycle. Um, he was the D line coach, and he sort of um, we knew that. You know, look, they had Opuaika uh, in December. Um, Joseph Evans, who I think is probably one of the more underrated or uh, underappreciated kids in last year's class, who I think could be a difference maker for LSU on the D-line. Uh, they had those guys, and they get Desmond Little as sort of an edge rusher at the end. But they missed on their big targets in, you know, not just Sopshire, but went after a bunch of Mississippi, Mississippi defensive linemen who went elsewhere. And I think, and I can really appreciate how, Uh, meatball and and the staff turned around the cycle and they didn't go put all their eggs in Mississippi or Georgia or, you know, some of these States that are going to be very heavily recruited with kids who are going to lean a lot of different ways. Uh, They doubled down in Louisiana. Uh, They went to Alabama and got Eric Taylor when Bama and Auburn weren't really pressing for him early on. They made sure, Hey, let's get in there and and get the deal done. Uh, They go to Juco and and get a guy like Ali gay. But um, I think you'd always circle back around Billy to, they shut down Louisiana this cycle, and Jacobin Guillory is still out there, obviously, but Dennis Johnson's played a huge role. I mean, Jalen Lee, Dennis Johnson was a point man there, and he's an absolute difference maker as a four-star defensive lineman. Patrick Jenkins, who might be one of the biggest surprises of the summer, um, a guy who 24-7 did not about-face on, knowing what he was as a 240-50-pound junior last year to what he is now as a 280-pounder. Uh, and we saw him at LSU camp, meatball, and Ed Orgeron offered him on the spot. Uh, and then you sort of carry this momentum uh, through to a guy like Roy, and Roy. And quite often we've talked about tracking the visits. Remember when Sopcher went to the Bama-Missouri game instead of LSU-Georgia? Like, that was telling, that he could have driven 30 minutes down the road and watched the biggest game of the year for LSU at home. Um, and I know Bama was was one of those games as well, but they won this one. Uh, and he went to Bama for a throwaway game against one of the worst teams in the sec. So when you look at the microscope with Roy meatball and Ed Orcher they had him on campus like every day in June and he was just hanging out. And um, you know, I talked to a couple of people, Billy who told me if Roy isn't choosing LSU, his whole life would change because right now he goes to school, hypes up all the LSU stuff, leaves school, leaves workouts. He goes immediately to LSU and hangs out and watches them do their workouts and practice. And, Is banking on this idea that he would be part of that. And uh, if he's committed to Bambi, he's sort of not doing any of that or A&M or wherever it is. So uh, I think a lot of signs were pointing us that this was LSU, and I think that's kudos to the coaching staff, but in particular uh, Ed Orgeron and Dennis Johnson, a guy who took a ton of slack last year and now has a really, really good D-line class committed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I, I think when you look at Roy and what he's, I mean, first of all, I saw him in late November against Zachary, and he was okay, right? He was about 330 pounds, and he said, you know what? I've got to change his whole life, and he did. He's now 289 pounds. He wants to play at around 300. He wants to put on a little bit more muscle before the, the fall, but he's at, he, he's at 6'4", 289 very impressive testing numbers at the opening regional in new Orleans when we saw him and that was when he truly truly broke out I saw him uh around national signing day when he was already dropped he had already dropped about 25 pounds 25 30 pounds was around 300 he showed up at at the new Orleans regional at 289 uh we invited him to the all-american bowl that day I mean what a uh, just incredible job he's done to turn himself into this absolute monster. And I think his senior year is going to be one for the books. He's just put in so much work. He's a prospect that's on the rise uh, more than anything, which I think you can look at a lot of kids sometimes that, that start off highly ranked and kind of fade late in the game. This is the opposite. Roy has been on an absolute parent and, and uh, he's just a monster in that, in that entire defensive line class.
1: That's a good point, I think. And and I won't go deep into this because I think you eloquently put it. But people should realize how often it happens when we see a kid when they're in 10th grade or whatever, you know, going into 10th grade. And that's when they're coming onto the scene. And, um, you know, they're viewed as they're bigger and just better than everyone else in terms of um, just power and strength. And over time, guys with technique and other guys who just grow into their bodies Uh, ultimately pass them up and become a little bit more coveted prospects and certainly more highly thought of in the rankings at times. And Roy was the opposite of that. I mean, we saw, I could pull up an email from uh, the rankings team where we were discussing Louisiana, you and I and Gabe and Sonny and and Barton and them. And a concern early in Roy's career was, well, he's just bigger than everyone. I would like to see him um, lose some weight and become a a better uh, technician of the game on the D line And where he was a year ago to now is, is light years difference. And that's why he's moved from, okay, this is a definite four-star top 100 guy to look, this guy is in the conversation for, um, a five-star, you know, he's one of the best defensive linemen in the country. So, uh, kudos to him for that. And I think it was quite evident that, uh, whatever he was doing was paying off because when you've got LSU and A&M and Bama and all these schools sort of doing, um, you know buckling down on their recruiting efforts for you uh, in the summer months before your senior year uh you're typically pretty talented
0: yeah and i think LSU is is going to be greedy this cycle right they they still have other guys on this defensive line uh board that they need to land as well to really look i if they'd ended right now with with the class hall that they have awesome great Jaqueline roy especially in the boat But they want more, right? Jacoby and Guillory's still out there. McKinley Jackson's still out there. There's a couple other edge rusher-type guys that they're in on. Uh, As the dead period ends now, where do you kind of see, especially somebody like a Jacoby and Guillory, where do you kind of see things stand uh, with the rest of this defensive line class?
1: You know, I think for me, there is no doubt that he becomes the most important. I mean, they've got – a big defensive line class right now. And that was to be expected. You know, they didn't sign a bunch of guys last year. They are losing a bunch of guys this year. Um, They needed to find quality and quantity. uh, And and that's sometimes a tough balance to strike. And it seems that they've done that this cycle, at least so far. So I do think that if you've got a spot left for a D lineman and you're planning on holding on to everyone or most everyone you've got, uh, then Jacobian Guillory out of Alexandria becomes – Um, sort of the de facto number one target left. And and that's not a surprise to anyone. He told me that it's LSU-Bama. Both teams already got their official visits in when they sort of anticipated a potential summer decision. Uh, Now he's going to hold off. He's going to sign with the college in December and and enroll for January. So uh, we'll see which way he ultimately starts leaning. I, I think we'll know closer to... November, you know, range of, okay, this is kind of which, what he's feeling right now. And we'll see what his official visits look like in terms of where he spends time over the next couple of months. But uh, I like where LSU sits. And I'll tell you this, they're going to recruit hard to keep all the guys they have, and they're going to double down on Guillory because he would be uh, the final piece to what would be a pretty, you know, solid puzzle that they put together in this 2020 class.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I think when you look at from Patrick Jenkins, who's probably more of a defensive end, and Jalen Lee, who can he's kind of like Roy, that could kind of play up and down the line. I feel like, um, you add somebody like Guillory that is such a a, a hoss in the middle, uh, at 6'3, 3'30, state champion power lifter, that'd be the ideal finish. And, and, um, I think. Would silence any more critics that are left out there uh, about Ed Ogeron and Dennis Johnson in terms of D-line recruiting too?
1: Absolutely, yeah. That that would be. Uh, and look, I, I like I love Eric Taylor. I like Ali Gay a ton. I'm so right. more than anyone. Maybe I'm interested to see his senior season because he wasn't a guy that played a lot last year in Juco, but he's six six. You know, two fifty, two sixty. So uh, you know he's got the size. Um, his pictures that. People had posted on the site that we were talking about from his official visit, and he's twice the size of everybody else that was on the visit. So, yes, I think this, this coupled with—and I don't think that Guillory would squash the party completely, but if they are able to pull Guillory, that's a, that's a clean sweep. I mean, you wouldn't say there was someone that they circled and wanted badly and, and maybe even were expected to get that they didn't. Right and well, we'll see how it all plays
0: out. It's certainly going to be fun to, fun to watch. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend for any LSU fan out there. I'm sure a lot of parties going on across Louisiana, probably up in uh, football ops as well. Shay.
1: absolutely. They opened the new football ops last weekend, and uh, I can I can promise you that within uh, hours of the dead or the the open contact period beginning, uh, that Roy, their newest commit, will be up there and and checking what uh what the new digs look like.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, hope to get in there soon to check them out as well. Shay, it's been fun on the pod.
1: Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your weekend. Uh, you're you're in Bermuda, I believe. Yeah, I'm closing things out right now. This is the end of my summer, uh, and we're speaking from the middle of the ocean. So uh, alive and kicking, and and ready for fall camp. I mean, we are we are a week away. So uh, I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. And, and look, uh, if I had LSU's luck with, with landing Roy and landing some of the guys that they have lately, um, I'd go down to the, to the roulette table here in Vegas. As I, uh, as I cover some LSU basketball recruits this, this weekend and and maybe try my hand a bit.
1: Ooh, don't lose all your money in one place while bill the sum the the summer is not for complete spending. You need to bring a little into the season
0: paydays coming soon. I think, man, There you Uh, go. appreciate the time. And, uh, Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening to the Go 24-7 podcast. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Please have a great weekend. Enjoy celebrating Jaqueline Roy, however uh, you guys choose to do that. We'll catch up with you guys next week as fall camp gets underway for LSU.